Good morning, y'all. It is nine o'clock on the dot. My kids are still in bed. It's a holiday. And you know what I'm doing? Eating scrambled eggs and drinking wine. So you know there's some things I have to get off my chest. Let's get to it. So I'm going to be honest and say this is the second time that I'm actually recording this podcast because the subject I'm talking about, you know, after I sat on it and, you know, meditated on it, thought about it for at least 24 hours, I wanted to come back and readdress it. I want to talk about implementing boundaries and acknowledging my triggers. You have triggers, and it's in those moments where you are triggered that you react, or you may do something that you regret. So I'm going to give you a story or a situation that happened to me recently, a couple days ago, and I'm going to tell you how I addressed it or how I'm going to go about it, but then I also want to raise the question of how you would have went about it, or what would you do? Okay? Okay. I'm going to just get right into it. Someone sent me a nasty text message. And when they sent it to me, I read it at the beginning of my day. Like as soon as I woke up. You know, I try to give myself some time before I grab my phone. And then as soon as I grab my phone, that's what I saw. So I'm going to read you guys the text message. No need to respond. Don't take this the wrong way, but y'all are no longer welcome to my home. It is clear you and Cam don't respect people's space and things as you would want yours. He's very disrespectful and you have no control over him. Please don't ever ask me to babysit again. That was the text message. A few emotions went through, went through me after I read that. At first it was confusion because I I didn't really understand why this person sent that text message. And then it was anger because in that moment I realized that I was triggered. And at first my initial reaction was to make sure I got in contact with that person and let them know exactly what was on my mind. One, to correct them because whatever they thought me and my son did wasn't the case. So I initially felt the need to def- not defend myself, not only me, but to defend my son. Because in that moment, I felt like both of our characters were being challenged. That's a trigger for me. You know, when I first was initially trying to get in contact with this person, it was going to be a calm, a calm conversation, you know, just to clarify. But again, as I kept rereading the text message, it turned into anger. And that's when I hit record and I recorded the first podcast, the first initial recording of this episode. And as I listened back to it, I sounded like I was defending my character, defending my choices when it comes to being a mom and defending my son and his character and his choices. He's six years old. I felt like I was doing a lot of explaining and giving a lot of energy to this person. And it was in that moment where I replayed it back that I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So here I am re-recording after I took some time to really sit on it. 
and think about this situation as a whole. And then readdress the situation. Then I thought about the topic of triggers and how they can take us out of our character so quickly. You know, as moms, when it comes to our children, they're like our cubs. And we are lions. And when we feel like our children, anything parenting, when we feel attacked, we attack. I don't know about y'all, but that's how I was. I feel the need to attack back. A few years ago, I would have made sure that I got in contact with that person. and They would have heard exactly how I felt. One, the fact that you were wrong. And two, you will never in your life feel like you can talk to me in that manner. And if I couldn't reach them by phone, I was knocking on their door. Anybody who ever has issues when it comes to triggers, people pulling you out of character or certain situations where you feel like you just cannot hold back. Every situation does not need to be addressed. Because giving her my energy or releasing my anger onto her was only going to do nothing but take away from me. I'm in a good place right now. I am happy as hell right now. Life is going great for me. So when situations like this pop up, you know, when you're having a good day and you have a great outlook on life and somebody comes along and tries to pull you out of that, because it's going to happen. When things are going great for you, the enemy is going to try to find things that they know are triggers for you in order to try and get you off of your game. Me and my son, we had a great weekend. And of course monkey wrench so the reason i'm re-recording in this this episode is because i want to practice i want to show you guys that i'm able to practice what i preach but also be be honest in this moment and say hey guess what i wanted to do that this the the decision i made to sit and not be reactive was really hard It's going to be hard. It was hard. I talked myself in and out of being nasty so many times. So many times. Up until the very point I hit record. I talked myself out of being really nasty. But I had to say, you know what? And and it's funny because I say this and it came from a Tyler Perry movie. But it stuck with me. And here we are in this situation. And I'm using the same quote. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. I know for a fact. My son is not malicious. I know for a fact. My son is not disrespectful. He's a kid, so he's going to have his moments. But I know for a fact that what she was trying to portray in that text message is not my son. And I know I'm a damn good mother to that boy. He lets me know every single day. So although I felt the initial need to defend myself and my kid to this person who was was intentionally trying to be nasty to me. I didn't. 
because like I said, that would only take away from me and the good ass day I was having. So this is what I want you to do. Guys, if you ever in a situation when you feel like you just want to go the hell off and let somebody know exactly how you feel in that moment. But you know, if you were to do that, it could only escalate more. Not to say that person doesn't deserve it to know how you feel, but at the end of the day, they don't deserve your time and energy. They don't deserve that. So in a situation like this, you set your boundary. Don't get mad. I mean, get get mad, but don't get don't give that person your energy. So what I did, I used that time of me being upset to record that first podcast that I did where I let her have it in, in my mind. I talked it out, talked out my feelings and how I felt about it and what I wanted to do and all this and that. And then I hit delete. It was good for me to get that out and then leave it alone. And then I set a boundary for myself. Like, how are we going to move forward with this person? But I pat myself on the back because I was able to acknowledge in the moment. Because normally we do this after we've already, you know, you know, hit, hit the dominoes and set off the domino effect. Where we react, they react, and it escalates, escalates, escalates. And then it's something completely out of this world. It's something that went completely left. That's when, you know, that's when we sit and realize, oh, snap, well, maybe I could have said this, or maybe I could have did this, or maybe I shouldn't have did this. I have a friend, you know, when she's going through arguments and, and bicker, bickering with her boyfriend, of course, she gives me a call and we talk about it. And I be having to tell, and I, and I sometimes tell her, like, hey, listen. We don't have to react to everything. Of course, that person is going to be nasty to you and try to say stuff to get to you and get on your nerves and make you upset and pull you out of character. They're going to do that. They're intentionally trying to hurt you. Do not give them that satisfaction. Do not give them that satisfaction. Yes, they may continue to say stuff. Yes, they may talk about you behind your back. But guess what? If you don't believe nothing that they're saying, if you don't believe that about yourself, it shouldn't bother you. It shouldn't bother you. The only time it's going to be a really a, a, a real trigger for you is if you sort of kind of believe it yourself. So if I right now go to somebody and say, hey, you're ugly. I don't like that word. But if I call you call you ugly and say you're weak, if you know for fact that you look good every time you walk out that house, that you have the best self-confidence and you know you've been through a lot and you got through it so there's no way you could be weak, then what I'm saying shouldn't bother you. You shouldn't go out your way to try to prove to me that you are, in fact, attractive and that you are, in fact, a strong individual. That's give that's taken away from you. That's giving them your energy. They don't deserve that. Clearly. Because they're able to say something like that to you to try to hurt you. 
You know what I'm saying? People who care about you, they won't say stuff to you to intentionally try to hurt you. So in a way, it just made me look at that person. Well, dang, how you really feel? And then I also played devil's advocate. I was like, you know, well, sometimes people aren't equipped enough to really say how they either say how they feel, really feel in that moment without, you know, confrontation to just actually sit and have a conf- uh, a conversation. Hard truth. Everybody's not equipped to do that. Some people like that's really a skill people have to learn and master to sit and have a calm conversation about how they feel. I mean, it should be a a basic thing to know, but it really is something people have to learn and be conditioned to do because some people are sensitive. Some people take um, things to heart easily. Some people don't know how to put how they feel into actual words. Sometimes they feel uncomfortable. Eye contact is uncomfortable. It's awkward. Whatever the case may be. And then I also had to think, well, maybe that person is going through their own stuff. So they took whatever me and my son was doing out of context. And, and, and that's what drew them to that conclusion. So that's what I also have to do. Sometimes, guys, we, of course, we want to react. But sometimes, you know, let's put ourselves in that other person's shoes for just a second. And then we may we may become more empathetic about what they're going through and why they're being mean and nasty because hurt people try to hurt people so maybe that person is going through something and that's why they they sent that to me maybe they feel some type of way about themselves and that's why they felt the need to send me that kind of text message everything don't need to be addressed everything don't need your reaction every person don't deserve your reaction or don't deserve your energy And when people disrespect you, you have to put things in place moving forward to let them know, hey, that wasn't okay. And I'm not going to be okay with that. Not because how someone how someone speaks to another person, especially in a time of anger, tells a lot about that person. So just peep that person for who they are. And you shift and move forward. I promise you, your life will be much more peaceful. There was at one point in time where, I'm going to be honest, I had had low self-esteem. And I always felt like people, everything was personal to me. Everything was personal. You could say, hey, Jasmine, um, your shoes are red. Why didn't you get pink? In my mind, you just told me I don't have style. I took everything personal. And it was draining as hell trying to fight everybody back. But in my mind, in order to prove I was something that I really thought I wasn't, I had to fight. I had to defend. I had to respond. I had to let people know how I felt. I had to prove people wrong all the time. But internally, whatever they were saying, the reason I felt so triggered is because I really felt that about myself. Yes, you call him, you saying I sound ghetto offends me because in my mind, I need to fix how I talk because I think I sound 
that way. Yes, every time you offend me or you do something to me, I feel the need to ball my fist up and swing. Because all my life I've been told I could not fight. So now, guess what? Now, every at every opportunity where I feel like fighting is necessary, I do that. Just to prove I'm not a weak bitch. But in my mind, that's really how I felt about myself. So in a way, it was like I was trying to prove to myself that I wasn't what I really thought I was. Does that make sense? So in this moment, guys, to bring it back full circle, yes, this text message initially bothered me. And I'm not going to lie about that. I'm going to be transparent. It did. It bothered me. It hurt me. Because in my mind, Camden is the sweetest kid. So the fact that anybody would come out of their mouth and say anything like that about him, it offended the fuck out of me. And then I also took it personal because, hey, if you're calling him disrespectful, then what kind of mother do you think I am? Now you're questioning my motherhood and that offended me. Because, hey, listen, I know mothering in itself is difficult. It is hard. We put enough pressure on ourselves. So I didn't understand why another mother would come out of her mouth and say something like that. When she know herself. The 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 constant roller coasters we go through as moms. That's like if you're a waiter and you've actually been a waitress for a couple years or so. So, you know, you've been given bad tips or you've had rude service or you know what it's like to be a waitress. You're not going to go to another restaurant and give a $2 tip because you know how it feels. You're not going to go to that restaurant and be rude and nasty and give your plate back every time something little and slim is wrong with your plate. Because you yourself know what it's like to be in the shoes of that waitress. So me personally, I wouldn't have done that. I would have addressed the situation different, but everybody is not me. And that took a that took years of learning and to be able to come out and say that everybody's not going to address the situation as if I would have addressed it. That's something I learned. But at the end of the day, I was able to draw myself back from what Jasmine would have done two or three years ago. And in my mind, it just says that person has some growing to do. So I'm not going to allow her to project her problems and her issues onto me and now affect my life. Y'all, hey, y'all, when people are going through stuff, they're going to project that on you. When they're having a bad day or when they're when they have when they're going through things, they're going to try to project their bad energy on you. And you don't allow don't allow it. Don't allow it. Energy is neither lost nor destroyed. It's merely passed from one party to the next. So when someone has bad energy and they're around you, why do you think all of a sudden you you feeling down and drained and irritated too? Because they're projecting their energy onto you. You sitting on the phone talking to your friend and they're just telling you about all the woe is me situations that they're in. And now all of a sudden you just feel ugh. Because they're projecting their energy. Excuse me. 
So I'm going to take this situation as a teaching moment and also bring it to you guys. Because I know for a fact there are people that I associate with on a day-to-day basis that also listen to this podcast. They go through the same thing. Where they have that one person in their life who is just always negative. Who always seems to find the best time to bring you some BS. Every time you're around them, you're just irritated at their presence. Yes, I know, I know, I know for a fact. And I'm here to tell you, if I haven't told you already, energy is sacred and it is valuable and everybody don't deserve it. If they want to be miserable, let them be miserable in the corner by themselves, but don't let them ruin your good day. If they want to be upset about something, you let them Don't try to talk them out of being upset. Don't try to defend why. Defend yourself or anything like that. Don't. Don't. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. So to the person that sent me that text message. If you're listening. And I'm pretty sure you're going to listen eventually. I love you to death. I love you to death. Yes, you offended me, but guess what? I'm not going to allow that to get to me. Obviously, you're going through your own things, and I'm going to let you do that over there by yourself. Because y'all, listen, I was contacting that person. I was talking to other people about it, like about the situation. Like, what the hell? Because it completely blindsided me. And in my mind, I thought me and this person was good. And then it just completely flipped. So I don't know if that person was going through something themselves or what. And guess what? It's not my job to try to figure it out. At the end of the day, all I know is what she texted me was not true. And I'm pretty sure she, her intentions was to bother me, upset me, or whatever the case may be. And I'm not going to allow it to. I'm going to continue to have a good day. A good life. And continue to be a great mom. It's just funny to see how. (laughs) Like literally guys. uh, My whole. My outlook on life used to be that I had to fight my way out of everything. Mentally. Physically. Verbally. I had to be the strong one. No you couldn't call me weak and get away with it. No, you couldn't call me nothing that I felt was offensive. And me not have the last word or punch. I was like that. And it was draining the hell out of me. It was draining to always be on the defense and have this wall up. Guns blazing, just ready for anything. TTG, trained to go. It was draining. And I'm at peace now. I've made peace with my demons. I'm making peace with my demons. I'm well aware of what triggers me now. Why it triggered me. I was able to acknowledge those. So in the future, I can peep my triggers and say, hell no. That's not going to bother me. I'm not going to let it bother me. I like where I'm at being peaceful, being light, not having those heavy ass monkeys on my back. 
No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm having a good-ass time being a happy and healthy and peaceful me. Please use this situation and think of any of, of your own. I'm pretty sure there's a situation you thought you gave your energy or you reacted so fast to. Whether it was a fast reaction or you felt like it was an extensive reaction where you just did the most. And I'm pretty sure that situation escalated, didn't it? It escalated. Mm Mm-hmm. Where if you would have just left that miserable ass person alone, if you would have just said nothing, your day would have went smoothly. And yes, there are going to be that those people who are constantly trying to be in your ear and trying to keep finding ways to trigger you. There, there, there are people out there like that. They get off on like pissing people off because they haven't healed themselves. Like I said, hurt people, hurt people. But you have to be able to really like block them out. If you're in the room with that person and they're trying to start an argument with you, sing your favorite damn song in your head. Count backwards from, count, do your ABCs backwards. Anything to tune them out. And when they're done talking, you say, oh, okay. And you keep it pushing. Leave the room if you have to. If they're on the phone, say, hey, look, I got to call you back. Something just came up. If they're in the car with you, hey, drop me off. But I'm not doing this with you. Smile and say, I'm having a good day and you're not going to ruin it. I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. I'm having too much of a good day. I am. You get out of that car, you hang up that phone, you leave that space with that person, you shake that shit off. And you continue to be great and you continue to be you. And that's what I'm going to leave you with today. If you constantly let every single little itty bitty thing get to you, you're always going to be in a state of frustration, anger, and being upset. Stop letting everything get to you. Realize what your triggers are, why they are triggers, and address them with yourself. Like I said, the reason everything was, I took everything so personally because I didn't feel the best about myself. So when other people were noticing it, I had to try to defend myself. Like, nah, what you talking about? I can't fight. See? What are you talking about? I'm not weak. See? What are you talking about? I'm not sensitive. See? Stop having to prove yourself to people or defend yourself. If you know the tr- your your truth, if you live in your truth, you won't have to, to you won't have to defend yourself to nobody. And that's period. So here I am at 2021. I'm not giving nobody my time and energy. I mean, of course, I talked about it in my podcast, but she's not getting my energy personally. And I want you guys to use this and not give other people your energy as well. Let's move toward being more peaceful. Let's move toward letting things roll off of our, roll off our shoulders. Because I've, our time and our energy is valuable. 
okay? So here I go. I'm going to finish having a good day and end this podcast here. Until the next episode of But First Wine. Bye.